Are you wondering how you might be sabotaging your child's future? I know that sounds a little harsh, but actually I've been working with thousands of students and I've seen some trends when parents might be overstepping and causing some issues when it comes to their child's academic career. My name is Neha Gupta and I am owner of Elite Private Tutors and the author of the best-selling book, The Four-Year Plan. I've been tutoring for over 15 years and I've worked with thousands of students. And some of the trends that I see are some of the trends I want to share with you. Number one, over-involvement. One of the biggest issues I see is students that are doing way too much. How is a student supposed to balance academics, sports, arts, community service, social life, and their own voice in their head. I mean, it's like, it's like never ending. If you think about the amount of things that a child is trying to manage in a very short amount of time when they have to go to school from eight to four, almost every single day, I was actually working with a student last week and she was literally in every single organization. You ask if she was part of Girl Scouts, she was part of Girl Scouts. If she was on the varsity volleyball team, she was on that too. If she was in film class, she did that as well. And the one thing I saw was the common thread of all of it, she was actually really unhappy. And one of the biggest things that parents don't realize is when you over like over schedule their schedule, they're just stressed, tired, and upset. So I would recommend as a parent to really kind of look at what is important to the student, what is it that they're passionate about, and focus on maybe two to three things outside of academics. Because in the end, colleges are looking for amazing grades with a few things that you like to do, not the other way around. So that is my first tip. Second tip, equating struggles with genetics. One of the biggest things I see is moms or dads saying, I'm really bad at math, so of course my child's really bad at math. The thing is, when you label your child with that belief system, they begin to believe that they're going to be bad at math when we haven't even given them the clean slate to try. One of the most proactive ways or an alternative way to address this is to say, I see you're having a real difficulty in math. How about you go talk to your teacher after school to see how you can solve it? It's a very different way of looking at someone having a problem with the subject versus saying, well, I'm bad at math because my whole family is bad at math and really not giving that child the chance that they deserve to possibly even be a mathematician. I mean, I know that's kind of overstretching, but you never know. I mean, I have certain skills that are completely different than my entire family. And it has a lot to do with the fact that I had a lot of, um, let's say, drive for myself. But my family always held me at a really high standard and they believed that I could do anything I put my mind to. So try to use statements more like that, that are positive and make them feel better versus, well, just because you're struggling means it's definitely a genetic issue. Third tip. Waiting for the bad grade. One of the things parents do is they call me in November, right before the semester ends, and says, hey, I just looked on the progress report, and my child's been getting two Ds just in the last week, but they did really well before. I don't understand what's going on. What I try to explain is a lot of subjects are built from the foundation at the beginning. So when students start to trip up, really we should be getting a call at least two to three weeks ahead of time because you're asking us to play catch up of at least 10 hours per subject plus what's going on in the future, which for some tutors, that can be really hard to try to do in a one hour session once a week. 
What I recommend is that if you know your child might be having difficulty in a subject is to hire a tutor ahead of time, really reduce the stress that they're feeling and to make sure that they really feel confident in what they're learning instead of waiting for the bad grade. Look, I know it is impossible to be the perfect parent and I'm not telling you that you should. I'm just telling you that after working with thousands of students, these are the three top things that I continually see over and over when I see students that start to kind of falter in their grades. So now you have my top three tips on how to not sabotage your child's future. Definitely visit my blog where I'm going to talk to you about two more tips about pressure and digital distractions, which will also be really helpful for you. And that is at www.eliteprivatetutors.com and www.thefouryearplan.com on our blog page. Definitely take a look at the link below. I'm going to put the links there and comment and let me know what you think. Subscribe to our videos so you can learn all about our great tips and definitely like us. And thank you so much for watching this video.